Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Hendrix asks, is there such thing as a black hole to another dimension? Oh, this is a fun one. So let's talk about what black holes are and what do we know about these other universes or dimensions? So a black hole is an area in space where the gravity is so strong. It's a sphere, this area, it's so strong that the gravity pulls so hard that if anything goes in to that area, it can't come back out. It can't defeat that gravity, pulling it, pulling it, pulling it back. Now, a big question, which scientists have had for a long time is, well, how could this be possible? That's a lot of gravity. What could be so dense? What in the universe could be so dense that it makes so much gravity that not even light can escape from it? And we have a few ideas. One idea is that when really, really massive stars, stars that are way, way more massive than our star, like 20 times or more, when they finally die at the end of their life, they, they collapse in on themselves. And when they smash in on themselves from every direction, it smashes the core so much that it becomes so dense, the gravity becomes powerful enough to form a black hole. Now, there are some other kinds of black holes, like black holes at the center of galaxies that are really, really ginormous. And they are millions or billions of times more massive than the sun. And we don't really understand very well yet how those big ones form. There are some ideas, but we're not entirely sure. So black holes, at least the little stellar ones, and you know, I said little compared to the supermassive ones, but they're still very massive compared to say a star or a planet or a spaceship. We, we have the idea that these are probably dead stars. These are like the ghosts of stars that have really powerful gravity. There aren't any that are nearby to Earth. The closest ones we know of are about a thousand light years away. Now, this is a good thing for us because we know that black holes can be very dangerous. But it's also a bad thing because it means that it is very hard for us to study the black holes because it's hard to see a black hole. Black holes are black. Well, and the reason that they are black is because when we don't see light at all, that's what we see. We see black. When we see all the colors of light all at once, that's white. And then there are other colors that we can see. And of course, there's more types of light than what humans see. But we're just talking for now about the rainbow. So black is when there's no light at all. But if anything goes into a black hole, it can't come back out, including light. So when we look at it, we can't see it shining like a star does because there's no light coming off of it. We can't see light bouncing off of it the way light bounces off of the moon or off of an asteroid or a comet because the light doesn't bounce off of it. It just goes right in. And as far as we know, it never comes back out. So finding them can be very hard because we can't see them very easily. So what we have to do to find them is we have to look at what they do to the space around them. Is there a star nearby? 
And is that star moving around because it's being tugged on by the gravity of the black hole? So that's one way that we can find them. And so we found a few that way. Now, I should mention that even if you're pretty close to a black hole, you have to get really close to the black hole before it becomes dangerous. It's not like black holes are going around and sucking up everything in their path. It's sort of like a planet or like any star where if you get too close to it, then you're going to fall in because the gravity is very strong. But if you're far away from it, the gravity's not very strong. So your spaceship could just zoom away in the other direction. Or if you're a star or planet, you just keep doing whatever you were doing. It's only when you start to get very close to these objects where you get close to that really strong gravity that it becomes dangerous, right? Now we'll come back to the idea of how dangerous it could be for a spaceship to go near one of these. It would be amazing. It would be incredible to study, but it would be very dangerous. Now, Hendrix, your next part was about leading to another dimension, so another universe. Now, we don't know yet whether our universe is the only one that exists or whether there are other universes. The idea that there might be other universes, this is the idea of the multiverse, so that there's many, many universes. So at the moment, all we can see is us. And we don't know of any way that we could get to or view or study another universe if it existed or not. So there's a lot of really cool ideas about how maybe they would exist and what would they be like and all of those sorts of things. But until we find a way to test that, it isn't science yet. These are really cool ideas, but they're not science. So the key to science is that science, for something to be scientific, you have to be able to test whether it's true or not. If it was wrong, there would have to be a way to test that it was wrong. Now, it could be right, right? But we'd need to test. Let's say if we want to test whether gravity exists, well, we could do that, right? You can start testing that. You can pick something up and drop it, pick it up and drop it. Right? You can actually test to see, oh, is gravity there? But we don't have a way to test if another universe is there, because if it is, we don't know how to get there. We don't know how to see it. We don't know any of these things yet. But there are some ideas, some really interesting ideas that maybe one day we will be able to test that suggest that maybe there are things called wormholes. Now, we haven't found any, right? We don't know if these exist or not, but they might exist. And a wormhole would be kind of like a tunnel in space and time. And so that if you go in that tunnel, like it's a portal almost, then it takes you out somewhere else in space or somewhere else in time. And perhaps it could take you out into another universe. So if we ever discover that these wormholes exist, then we would have a way to maybe test whether other universes exist or not. So we have some very interesting mathematical models that suggest that maybe black holes could be wormholes and maybe they could go to another dimension. So a mathematical model is, it's kind of like a computer program. So if you've ever seen a computer game that looks a lot like the real world and we can program into the game to have things happen 
the way that they would happen in real life. Like if your character picks something up and drops it, then it'll fall. We can simulate, we can pretend that there is gravity and then watch and see what happens. So we use these mathematical models to help us learn a lot about things where we can't go, at least yet. For instance, we can't go inside the sun. So we use mathematical models to help us figure out what might be going on inside of the sun, right? So there's some mathematical models, like I said, that suggest maybe these other universes exist. But the problem that we have is we don't know whether the rules that we set for these models, like the rules of the game, whether those rules are how the universe, how reality actually works or not. We're making some guesses about that. And if we're right about those guesses, then perhaps a wormhole could exist to another universe. But if we're wrong about those guesses, then they don't exist, right? Or they don't exist in the way that we think. So to find out, we'd need to go to these black holes and we would need to see what happens when you go through this. Is there actually a wormhole? Is it actually become a tunnel? So the first challenge that we have to that is the worm, the black holes are all far away, right? We don't have a way to get that far away. We haven't even sent our spacecraft out of the solar system yet. The Voyagers, they haven't even gotten to the Oort cloud. So they're still, I mean, they're far away from a human's perspective, but cosmologically, they're still really close. They haven't even gone an entire light year yet. And these objects that we're talking about are thousands of light years away. So to get to them, to get to these black holes, to be able to study them more and find out whether the rules that we think apply do or not, we have to get there, right? Or at least we have to have much better telescopes than we do now. Now, if we could get there, Remember that I said that getting close to a black hole can be dangerous? The first thing that makes it dangerous is the gravity. So the gravity becomes really, really strong. And the closer and closer you get to it, the heavier and heavier you're going to become. And the heavier and heavier your ship is going to become. So eventually, if a ship gets too close to a black hole, it's going to get smushed. It's going to get crushed by the weight of the gravity. And as it gets closer and closer and closer, and then the, the gravity will start to stretch the crushed ship out. So if you had any instruments on board, those have already been crushed, right? Any cameras or anything like that, radios to send back to Earth if it was just like a robot, it's already been crushed. But then it gets stretched out, it gets spaghettified as it falls in. And we think that if there's material that's falling into the black hole around it as well, that might be giving off lots of radiation. So the radiation might be really high, the gravity is really high, and then by the time you get to the black hole, we don't think there's a way of getting out of the black hole. So even if we solved the problem of not getting smashed when we got to the black hole, we still wouldn't have a way to get back to tell Earth what we found out about what's inside the black hole, even if we survived getting into the black hole. So these are some big challenges that space scientists have to figure out. If we want to find out more about black holes, we need more math to help us. And we need to figure out if our assumptions that we're making in the math are correct and to take more measurements. So that's why we need more space scientists, more engineers working on these really cool problems to figure out, well, maybe one day Hendrix will be able to say for sure, yes or no.
But for now, it's a big, we don't know, but we know that whatever it is, it's really cool. So thank you everyone for joining us here on the podcast, learning about space and science together. If you've got questions or topics that you'd like us to talk about, have your grown-ups send that into the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious. <laughs>